You are now in tune to the Keys to the City podcast. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another edition of Keys to the City. I'm your host, Trevor Keys, alongside the big brother, T3, Ted Keys. He's there. He's locked and loaded. He's ready to go. But we are Keys to the City. Check us out on all social media platforms. So comment, like, subscribe, and share. Wow. What a weekend. What a uh, what a wild what a wild uh, conference championship Sunday for I don't know. You might not say that if you're a Detroit fan, might not say that if you're a Baltimore fan, but I thought both of my picks were gonna be wrong. Ted, think about this though. Last week we go three for four in the in the semifinals. Seventy five percent. This week not so hot. We're we're, we're not so hot. We're fifty percent. And then the Super Bowl, we're either gonna be all in or we're gonna just be the biggest loser. We're either gonna we're gonna either be a hundred percent or we're gonna be zero. Don't know how it's gonna play out in the next week and a half, how this Super Bowl will play out, but it is a rematch of 2019 slash 2020 between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. Once again, again, the Kansas City Chiefs are there. So when you think about how yesterday and everything went down, you think about this, that I came up with this poll. I, I posted a poll today on our on our Keys of the City Facebook. Right now it has currently 197 votes. And the poll was the more surprising what was more surprising to you last week, yesterday? Because if you really think about it, how can you start to show with one or the other? It seems like you have to start with both, or you can try to decipher the two because of the way how each game played out. The AFC title game, where was that high octane rushing attack of the uh, of the Baltimore Ravens? And then the, the 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 night game, Dan Campbell. The last two times he's been in San Fran, has been a part of two mega. Mega comebacks. Bad, bad defeats. San Francisco 49ers against the Giants, 24-point lead. They blew back in 02. And then yesterday, a 17-point lead in the NFC Championship game. It looked like Detroit and the city of Detroit was about to see some history. Could have been the greatest day in Detroit Lions history, but they will have to wait another year. So, Ted, I, I feel like this is how it has to play out. Yeah, we give credit to the 49ers coming back. We give credit to Kansas City Chiefs once again prevailing and showing us that you want to keep going against us? Well, we have Patrick Mahomes. We have Travis Kelsey. We have Andy Reid. We're not going anywhere for a long time. As long as 15 is back there, Kansas City Chiefs will always be in play, just like that team up north, right up, right about an hour and a half away from you, Ted, in Boston, where as long as they had 12 in the hoodie, they were always going to be in contention. So, Ted, honestly, if you really could pick one, I'm very curious to know what your your biggest takeaway or what your most surprising result is. Is it the Lions' 17-point collapse or is the Ravens' no-show offensively? It's the Ravens. It's the Ravens, bro. It's 100%, the, it's 100% the, the Ravens. Because I said this, says last that night, too. I said this to you last night on the way home from Clinton. I literally predicted the second half, almost to the script of how it happened. I literally told you this. I said it last night. I bet it last night you should have bet it, Ted. No, shut up. I said, I wish I just recorded our conversation. Because I just, I don't know. I just, I had a weird feeling. It's unfortunate the way that Detroit game went. But that was, it's that wasn't surprising. It was just 
miscues from that perspective. But the, the surprising is the Ravens. You have the MVP. Yeah. The best player in the NFL this season during the regular season, Lamar Jackson. You had one of the best offenses in the entire league. You had home field advantage. You had the number one scoring defense in football. You had the special teams. You had everything in the checkbox on your side, and you screwed it up. And and not just screwed it up. You were awful. You scored seven points. I don't care. I don't count the field goal. Wait, who gives a shit about the Tucker field goal with 234 left in the fourth quarter? So many missed opportunities and miscues and just – Listen, I get it. The Chiefs' defense was second in scoring defense just behind the Ravens. Like yeah, seven. let's give credit to that defense. That's but, a good defense. But to pretend like they were 85 beers and they were stout and they had all these players. Dude, the Ravens' offense, that was the worst showing the entire season. They had destroyed everyone all season. Everyone they had played that uh, of the teams above 500, they had beaten yeah. by double digits. They yeah. had not played in a game, a close game like that, really. For most of the season, they had dominated all their opponents, and everything they did, they out execute everyone during the season. First of all, I don't know why you don't run the football. I mean, if if you know Lamar Jackson, the Baltimore Ravens, since he's been in the league, they're a running team. They run the football. They ran the ball eight times. I don't don't understand because if you you check the second game, the San Francisco, they never detoured off their game plan. The Ravens, why are you throwing the ball forty seven times on Lamar Jackson? So the ball 30 times. That, that was my biggest problem, Ted. You're, I'm yeah. watching the offense. I'm watching the game. I'm like, okay. So Mahomes mm-hmm. starts out great. And, you know, and Lamar and whatever, they kind of shaky. But they were shaking the first half against the Texans. I'm like, all right, whatever. Maybe the Chiefs defense, you know, they'll, they'll find their rhythm. Mm-hmm. And then, you and like, the game goes on. And, and it's like, other than Lamar making the deep throw to Zay Flowers and just kind of scrambling, he should have been sacked on the play. Mm-hmm. They didn't do anything. I mean, I get it. Like Zay, Zay Flowers fumbles going into the end zone. Another miss, miss, uh, miss opportunity. But where's Gus Edwards? Where was Justin? Here, here's the thing. Where was we the talk- play action? Where was the running? Where's Lamar scrambling? And we why are we about- lining up in four or five wide receiver sets like we're the Rams of 1999 and throw the ball I'll over t- the field? I'll, Ted, you, I'll tell you, you why. You were playing into. You were literally playing into Spags and Chiefs's game plan. The Chiefs were like, listen, you can't throw for the pocket. We're going to rush for, and then we're just going to blitz the shit out because we know you can't beat us from the pocket. We're and we're gonna make you beat us, and they, he didn't. And the Ravens never adjusted. I, I just I didn't understand the game plan, and that's what was most surprising. The, the Trev, they were so bad. The Ravens were they were so, awful. They were, so they bad. Were so, they were so I mean, bad. Come on, so bad like, that they should they should all be in detention. I mean, surprising. Listen, the Lions. It's the Lions. I mean, it adds to their the narrative of their story of the debacle of the Detroit Lions. I mean that's just that's like a Browns game. That's typical. It's like we had everything in front of us and we just made. That's like witnessing. That's like witnessing Cleveland. You said most surprising. The surprising seventeen point lead by the Lions. I would if you said what was more surprising that the Lions kicked the 49ers rear ends in the first half. That was surprising the way they dominated the game. I'm not surprised at the collapse because I kind of told you and I thought were they going to make the plays in the second half? The surprising essence to me was that the Ravens no showed offensively, and they just. For the whole game, I mean, I just I, – I thought there would have been a better game plan going into this game. You felt that this was – if this was the moment for Lamar Jackson, and like we talked about before the weekend, 
was was the narrative on Lamar going to change? And I think for all the haters out there, the narrative gets louder about Lamar Jackson can't win the big game. He's just not good well, enough. He's a he's a he's a hold on. He's a he's a regular season guy. He's what Peyton Manning was in the earliest career where he could never go. He's a Dak Prescott. He's those guys. Okay, you put up all these big numbers, in, but if you go look at his playoff numbers now. In the in the losses, he I think it was he's like back, he's back score, in the Josh Allen conversation. He scores like ten points. They just that's the same thing. They he could not come up big and execute in the biggest game. And then what it does is it proves to us that Mahomes really now there is no question he is the best quarterback. All right, we'll get we'll get into that. I no, I, I, have, a, no, I'm just I saying, have a lot to I, let me let me I have a lot to say about both of these games. So I posted a poll. Sixty four percent agreed with you, Ted. Out of 197 votes, 64% of the public said Ravens no-show was a more surprising result from yesterday. We talked about this the past couple weeks with Buffalo, now with Baltimore. Even when you can add Detroit in this too. So today's title of the show is Experience Triumphed Over Inexperience. And it was on full display in both of these games. So when you think about Baltimore, yeah, I get it. Lamar, they've been excellent. The Ravens as a franchise has been in the situation, AFC Championship, not this unit. So you see how the Chiefs have been able to dominate the AFC. Look how Baltimore, composure, indecisiveness, hesitant, sloppy, penalties. I mean, everything that goes against a team that shows inexperience was on display. The Lions, up big. Chauncey Gardner-Johnson waved it. Hey, guess what, Chauncey? Now you can wave your ass at home because now you're going to be waiting for another seven months because your dumbass didn't have to wave to people because you don't uh, – You don't. that's the problem with teams like that. You get so hyped up in the moment that you think it's all over. But, look, this is a 60-minute game. So for them to have it all by the balls this game and to see it just slowly falter – continue to fall and ultimately lose i mean it's like because the ravens defense didn't give up one point in the second half but not even it's both it's with both games bro we talked about this in the weekend that the show for you guys for the detroit lions and the baltimore ravens you wanted to be the man you had to beat the man well baltimore you showed that you ain't still ready for it just like the bills this was the opportunity of a lifetime and then the Lions, you you were the David versus Goliath. You only had three playoff victories all time. You're going against a team that now has the most playoff victories of all time. So they've been here before. They had 73 players that have played in an NFC Championship game. The Lions only had seven. Seven to, compared to 73. So this team has been here before. Guess what? The experience in both games triumphed over the inexperience. Maybe that the Lions were the better team in the first half, but they damn sure weren't in the second half. Baltimore. What just what happened? Todd Munkin. They should have called Greg Roman back to because Greg Roman used to love running the football. Todd Munkin did something that well, I kept saying it all day. I said it to you. I said it to Dad. Todd Munkin was trying to have Lamar go toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes, like by throwing the ball. Not like Lamar Jackson is a a phenomenal quarterback, one of the best in the world, but his strength has always been his legs. His arm has gotten better. His accuracy has gotten better. Not yesterday, but it's gotten better each year. His legs are what separates him from everyone else. And Todd Munkin decided to go, let's go have him throw the ball. And that's why you saw the indecisiveness, the hesitation throughout games or throughout the game, the throws, the overthrows. 
like Lamar had a lot of opportunities where he could have saw a lot of green and really made some big plays for this offense. They were averaging 157 yards per game from the ground during the regular season. It was the number one rush offense in football. So to see this, how everything transpired last yesterday in both games, it's, I mean, I how can you go against Kansas City moving forward in the Super Bowl? Because they continue to show why yes. experience, maturity. Look, you can have all the talent in the world. I get it. Talent is a and a crucial part but in this today's was the year that Baltimore was supposed to get. No, this was how about this, Ted? Not even just Baltimore. For them. Ted, it wasn't even Baltimore. It was the whole AFC as a whole that this was for the taking. Yeah, but now Baltimore even more so. The Josh Buffalo Allen Bills. was out. The Bills had dealing injury. I get Joe it, but this, was, but this was, was Miami. Miami dealt with injury. No, realistically, listen. I know. I was going to say this. I get what you're trying to get at, but this is about Baltimore. Who gives a shit about him? This was Baltimore's I, opportunity. You were trying. My thing was is that I, you were trying to go through every team. I was going to say this was about two teams I don't need to because go through the teams. I'm just saying what I was going to say was is their opportunity, home field advantage, dominating defense, one of the best offenses, MVP Lamar okay. Jackson. You had weapons now. There was no more excuses. You had Zay Flowers. You had Beckham. Mark Andrews was back. But this is Everything what I was, was going there to for say them to succeed, and they shit the bed. This was what I was going to they say choked. about this. I'm not they trying to. Choked. I'm not trying to put it with every team. There was two specific teams this season, and I would say specific players that needed to prove the root the doubters wrong. It was Josh Allen, and it was Lamar Jackson, especially in this playoffs. Knowing that Joe Burrow was out for the year, it came down to those two guys because those are those are the ones that we like to say, "Oh, it's Patrick Mahomes, and everybody else is fighting for second. Well, that's 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 clear now. That's as clear as it gets in sports. I mean, the, Patrick Mahomes is up here, and everybody else is fighting for second. He's the place. Michael Jordan of the NFL right now, yeah, pretty much. And that we just talked about it. Baltimore, Buffalo last week. This was the taking. This was supposed to be the moment that hey. The Chiefs were down. They had struggles throughout the season. Receivers couldn't catch the ball. Travis Kelsey was struggling, looked older. The offensive line had a lot of penalties, a lot, was the most penalized team on uh, in the foot game. They still had Patrick Mahomes, and they still had that defense. And guess what? They're 60 minutes away again from winning another Super Bowl. So, like, this is what I was talking about in the sense of these two franchises, Buffalo and Baltimore, because of the factor of how they played going into the postseason – Baltimore was the number one seed. Buffalo kept winning to get into the playoffs, got the two seed, and this was that. They were going to have Kansas City come to their places for the first time in history that Patrick Mahomes was going to be playing on the road, and it didn't bother him. He made throws. He believed in his receivers, and he just is that damn good. So That's what makes it. For 11. I think for me, Baltimore – more surprising, yeah, the offense not showing up. I shouldn't be surprised by the results because it's like watching the Patriots of 2023. Yeah, but I, they choked. The Ravens well, choked. Well, my bro. thing was the Lions. I was so shocked because I was like, wow, they might actually shock the world and play in a Super Bowl. And they were the way they led, they had more yards and they had more first downs yeah, than the 49ers shot the whole game. Of the dominance in the first half than I was the collapse. I. I could say yes. They were smacking the 49ers around like that. Bing, 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 boom, boom, boom. Were- I could, but Ted, I could say yes to that because of the fact that, like you said early on in the show, yes, they were so surprising in the first half how they played offensively and, and defensively overall. But then again, you said it. It's the Detroit Lions. It's like the Cleveland Browns. It's like watching John Elway when you're this close again to a Super Bowl and John Elway goes right down 98 yards to win the game in Cleveland. 
And you know Cleveland is still hurting from that day. This one could sting for a long time. The big question is, everybody's talking about it, is Dan Campbell. Was his decisions too overly aggressive? I know that he plays a part in it, just like Lamar plays a huge part in yesterday's defeat. It is shocking for both games because of the way these results happen and how it played out. This way, the games, do you think the... I don't think both games were super exciting. Like I don't think like the no the a, Baltimore game was a dud. Was a but dud. that was that's what good what defenses that a, do, man. That's what good defenses battle on both sides. Yeah. Absolutely. And then in the second game, you had two different games. You had the first half where Detroit totally dominated the game, and and you know it's, it's kind of funny now that I think about it. They went for a fourth down in second half, but when Gibbs was right before the half, they kicked decided to kick the field goal instead of going for it. They could have went up. You know, you know, three 20, touchdowns. 20, yeah, it could have won up three touchdowns. So it's just whatever. Listen, unfortunately, both games didn't live up to the billing that I think a lot of fans had. I think we expected, especially the way the Chiefs both were like, you expect, all right, we got a lot of points. Here we go. Like, we're going to have a shootout. No one scored in the second half. What was it? Just three points? It was, was just, just a field goal. Tucker? Yeah, it was 17 7 at half. 17 7. That was it. So the Chiefs. You know, and listen, and more power to the Chiefs. Like, they did what they had to do. Like, everyone hates, oh, my God, the Chiefs again. They did what they had to do, bro. Like, they had the best quarterback. They had the best offensive player on the field in Travis Kelsey. And their defense was just as good, if not better. Let's give credit to Baltimore's D because they gave them opportunity after opportunity. Well, I, absolutely. But the Chiefs, to be able to under, to be able to control that offense, to hold Lamar, Listen, you look at the numbers, 272. Because whatever. they tried to make him something he wasn't. They tried to make him a drop-back passer, throwing the ball 37 times. That's not Lamar Jackson. No, 47. No, he was 20 to 37. He was 20 to 37. I looked up, trust me, I looked up the stats on ESPN. If you want to check, go check it out. But he's he dropped back at 37 times a game in last, yesterday's game. That's not what he does. That's not who he is. Yes, he's he's improved in his completion percentage. Yes, he's become more accurate. Yes, he can throw the ball. But he is just as deadly, if not more deadly, like we always said with Michael, like with Michael Vick. Like we always said with Michael Vick, why he was such a special talent back then. Because he didn't have to always throw the ball. We knew he had one of the strongest arms in the game. He was not as accurate as possibly Lamar, but boy, oh boy, if he saw an opening like the Green Bay wild card game, he's going to run and make plays. And to see Lamar indecisive. And I kept saying that like, okay, maybe the pressure's off of him now because he finally got that one win. And it's kind of like, I was trying to think of this. It's kind of like the first, first down of the game. Like you need to get that first down on the final drive of the game. It's always the toughest, right? Like you're two minutes in the game, left in the game, you're trailing by a touchdown or a field goal. What's the toughest thing? Is getting that first first down. Then everything comes easier for you. I felt like that's what happened last week. I was like, okay, Baltimore struggled at first in the first half against uh, Houston. Then they started getting their groove going. Lamar started playing like the MVP. Lamar. I was like, okay, they're going to be fine because now they got that. They got their first down. Now they're going to get starting to roll and they're going to start feeling themselves. But. That was the complete opposite. A complete Todd Munkin did not, and John Harbaugh. Shame on them for having a, a, a I'm going to say a putrid game plan, because that's not the game plan that got you there. Lamar Jackson is not a guy that's going to drop back. It's like asking Jalen Hurts or Justin Fields to drop back and, and throw the ball 35, 40 times. That's not who they are. That's not who these guys are. They that's are. Not how they got, that's they not are how they got there. 
Exactly. They're dual threat quarterbacks. Yes, they can throw the ball. Yes, they've improved in accuracy. But those guys are athletes too. And Lamar Jackson may be the greatest athlete to ever play the quarterback position. Yeah, I'm going to say, yeah, I think that's a dumb thing for me to say. He's the greatest athlete to ever play the game of football as the quarterback. And for him to stand in the pocket and just wait and look so indecisive, it looked like 2018 Lamar Jackson, where he played in his first game against the San Diego Chargers at the time and looked awful. That's what he looked like to me. So he took a drastic step back. They took two steps forward last week, winning the first game. Now they went three steps back because of everything that played out. Detroit, look, a lot of people didn't even think Detroit was going to be there. I did say throughout the season, though, Detroit was the best opportunity for them in the NFC of all the teams that would go toe-to-toe with San Fran because their style of play. It worked, Ted, in the first half. I felt like they got away from it, and they became, during sometimes, during the play calls, it seemed like they were conservative at times, and then on fourth down, they became overly aggressive, like which was frustrating. You're averaging eight yards a carry. They couldn't do anything on the ground in the second half. They could have. He's got to stick with the game plan. I know, and that's the problem. That's where the experience of the Chiefs and the 49ers come into play, and then the inexperience of the Lions and the Ravens came into play. Because the Ravens tried to go toe-to-toe with Lamar Jackson. And, oh, we're going to go against Patrick Mahomes. We're going to have Lamar throw the ball and be like Patrick Mahomes. He's not Patrick Mahomes. It doesn't have to be. Let him be Lamar Jackson. And they didn't. And they had many, many, many opportunities yesterday. And they didn't. And the Lions? I mean, as a Lions fan, I feel for you today. It's It's... Probably the shittiest feeling in the world, knowing that you were We've been literally there. not like that. Bro. We've been there. We've not been like there as a driving. I don't not, care if it's a conference championship, but we've been dude, there. Dude, you're going to the Super Bowl as a team that's been known for losing. Oof. That's like that's like John Elway going against We've the Browns there, in the eighties and the drive. Like. We know what it's like. I watched dude, that's the like the drive. Game. That's like the drive. Whatever. I've seen enough of giant games. Deshaun Jackson punt return after that. Yeah, the but pop. that was yeah. I bet it. It doesn't matter. I've seen it. It's a different feel though. Oh, absolutely. That you're this close for playing in a Super Bowl. And and a quarter and a and the way I look at it is, it's not that the 49ers outplayed them. Miscues by the Detroit. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was about that game was all about Detroit. It was all about Detroit miscues, yeah. missed opportunities. Right before the half, you said go go off. A little bit behind, a little low on gets yeah. catches it. He scores easily instead of being knocked out of bounds inside the five. And then you don't you score a touchdown instead of three. You know, the Josh the Reynolds four, finally the four, figured out how to drop the ball now. Josh okay. Reynolds two drops, one on fourth down, fourth and three. Then again, I'd say kick the field goal. They had Logan Ryan today on Colin Coward, and well, even Logan Ryan, he plays for the 49ers, they had picked him up. I don't know if you knew that. Uh, yeah, I did. You saw that. He, even he said, kick the field goal, go up seventeen. Go up. I like that. I like that they went for it. First I don't like, time. like I get it. They say, "Well, that's what you, they've done all season long." The Lions. I get it, but every game is different. You don't you don't construct every game the same way. Like, hey, this is the way I pitch. I go seven innings with my starter, or this, and this is what I do. Yeah, gonna, every game change is it just its own entity. You, you have to adjust. You have to understand. This is a conference championship. Take the points, bro. You're up fourteen. Kick the field goal. Go up seventeen. It's all about momentum. It's like an NBA team. They're on a run. eight don't run. Call timeout. Hurry up before you, ju- you 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 stop it before the bleeding 
gets out of control. Kick the field goal, go up 17. I get it. You're not up 21. Whatever. Yeah. It's a still three possession. They have to score three times. I get it. Go up 17. It's a field but goal. That's goal. What, but that's what Campbell is Here's the other thing. Yeah. By you and, and we talk about this all the time, you, me, and dad. When guys miss extra points, even though you got the six, you make the extra point. It's almost like you lost five points. The momentum of a missed extra point or a block field is huge. That game was all about momentum. The 49ers, you come down, you get the field goal, blah, blah, blah. They get the three now, they get the seven. Now it's like, oh, Dan, here you go. Gibbs fumbles. We should have known I, when Brock, when Brandon IU caught that pass. Was like, oh boy. Should have yeah, known. Should have known. When you face. have plays like that happen, you just know that God's it's, on your side or somebody's on your side. There's a guy in the face, catch the ball, missed pick right there. No different than the guy in the 49ers. What was it, Tart, three years ago against the Rams? Oh, yeah, against the Rams and the NFC. Drop the ball, intercept, yep. Rams win the, the, goes to yep. the Super Bowl. Right, I mean, we've seen this before. Catch the ball, pick, knock it down. Then you, you don't get a fifty-one yard completion. Gibbs fumbles, goes the wrong way. He only had fumbled once all season. Josh Reynolds fumbles twice. I mean, uh, two miscues. The fourth downs, kick the first field goal. You're up seventeen. Who I don't mind them going for it the first time. The second no, time, okay, I because do. it would have been tied. No, because yeah, they would have been I, tied I at least. Time. Just go it. kick the field goal. You're up seventeen. But that's what Campbell's done since he's become the coach. I get it, but he's always right and run every game the same way, and I. Because you gotta have faith. You gotta have faith in your offense. I guess you have faith in it. The 49ers was like an avalanche. Put the barriers up and block it. Slow it down. Just take the it. points. Who gives a shit if, if they're if they're right there by ten or whatever? Just take the point. Just keep chipping away. I hate when teams. Oh, we think we're smarter than everyone else. Take the points. I get the, it. Take the three. Well, we're gonna go for two in the first half. Oh, we miss it. Then you look at, then they gotta try to catch up for two later on. And you're like, you know, if you guys just kick the the uh, the extra points every time, you'd only be down by three. But then you look at the end of the game, they're down by six or five, and you're like, now you need a touchdown. It's like if you just wait till you need the actual two point conversion, take the point. Unless it's a long, like forty yard field goal, and you're like, you know, do I want to kick a fifty seven yard field goal or fifty five yard or go for it on fourth and three? You know, what? I'll go for it. But that was a manageable field goal for Bagley. So Bagley. I'm going to answer this question quickly for myself. Wait, I'm I, more I thought you did. You said the No, Raven. I didn't. No. I'm, here's, but here's, no, but listen, this is how I'm going to say. More surprised that the Lions collapsed because of how great they looked in the first half, the way that I thought they could have continued. I'm more disappointed in the Ravens. I'm not surprised. I'm more disappointed. You're, you're not surprised that the Ravens played like I, I am a little surprised, but I'm more disappointed because they played again. They had the – they had this style that they were going to try to do something completely different that they have been doing that they weren't doing all season. Like I get it, they were averaging thirty points a game. They were dominating, but th- to me, I was disappointed because they put Lamar in a situation where let's go have him go toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes passing. You want to have him go toe to toe, have him play the way he's been playing, where you have that running RPO factor. They didn't, they, dude. Six carries by the running backs. Eight of them. The lead rusher was Lamar Jackson. Bro, I know. We, it's just I'm more disappointed. Edwards had like what 12, 12, 15 touchdowns this year. I know, and for fantasy playing against him, like where's the power running game? Where's Justice Hill on the speed though? Where's the quick? Where's the quick outs to Beckham and Zay Flowers? But the, like where's I get it. Zay Flowers had a nice day yesterday. Two, but undi- but also very undisciplined by Baltimore. They were very undisciplined yesterday. And then the Lions, that's why I say the experience of the 49ers. The injury for Kansas City was going to be a huge loss. Listen, the things that the Chiefs made, the Chiefs, no drops yesterday, which they were number one in the league, which 
it's incredible. They did sack Mahomes. Sack, got one sack on Mahomes. Playoff football is different, man. But, but you watched the game yesterday, and you're like, with the time and the protection that Mahomes had, that play where he um, he had Kelsey kind of like you know the flutter pass. Yeah, so what Purdy did the same thing. Nine, I saw two plays yesterday. There was nine point six seconds on that on that pass. Did you see that? That there were two plays yesterday that were literally identical. Purdy did that with Jennings, and Jennings made the one-handed catch. Oh, and then yeah, Kelsey, yeah, yeah. I mean, which catch was better, the Jennings catch or the Kelsey catch? <laughs> you pick and choose which one because both of them were fucking incredible. Yeah. They were incredible. Let's get over. We talked about the teams that lost. We should be talking about the teams that won. Of course, but, we didn't waste much time on that. No, because I think it was a lot of good talking points. There's a lot of good talking points. That's what happens when a lot of shit that, had, that went on yesterday that you have to talk about. Lions collapsing, and then the and then the Ravens just saying, "Let's not show up." My big awesome. thing is, yes, yeah, San Fran's in the Super Bowl, and they're sixty minutes away from winning another title. But these are two straight games. Uh, yes, the NFC North got two inexperienced teams. If they play this way going forward against a team that has been dominating the NFL, can they continue to play this way where they're where they're trailing by double digits? Against Kansas City, I, I think so, and I, I think if, as a team, if you you're say, are you saying think, it confidently or no? I think this is the best thing that's happened to San Francisco. Are you saying that confidently both, though? Yeah, absolutely. I think this is the best thing that's happened to San Francisco because you go into the Super Bowl going, ah, shit. Birdie plays a little bit awful in the first quarter, and you're down like ten nothing or ten. Yeah, but this is Mahomes. <laughs> this is Mahomes and the Chiefs, bro. I know, I get it, but here's they'll take advantage at, of it. No, absolutely, but. I, as a 49er fan and as a as a football fan, you're like, all right, well, guess what? If Purdy doesn't play well in the first quarter, if the hype gets a little bit too much, you've seen him in back-to-back weeks come back and play his best football in the second half in the fourth quarter. So you That's have true. trust. There's a faith. There's a belief. The team believes that he can do it. So I think it's the best thing. I think if he, they ran through the their playoffs and then got to the Super Bowl and then there was some adversary early in that game where yeah. Kansas City kind of jumped on them, Mm-hmm. Then I think you're like, oh shit, how do they handle it? Can he? I think now you're like, okay, man, like we've proved it. Like we were down in Green Bay and got beat up a Purdy came back. And then we were down 17. And 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 you know why they came back? It was Purdy. Purdy was the guy with this you're playing against on. two you're playing against two teams that two inexperienced teams. His QBR in the second half was like 99.1, I thought I saw him. Oh, I get it. He was incredible. The team was incredible, but Listen, you gotta also he, take into factor tag. using his legs. Running, he's made the throw, so it's a confidence. You're right. You know what I mean. When everything is so great and you're just kicking everyone's ass, it's easy. But what? How do you handle when the adversity comes? When all the pressure's on you, we're like, oh my god, he's really not going to do this again. He's he's going to fail. They're the reason why he's going to lose. And he he they dominated. The defense did what they had to do in the second half to stop. And I get it. We I just yelled about the Detroit's of all the miscues. Get it. Detroit doesn't miscue. Doesn't have the drops and doesn't have the fourth down miscues and the, and the fumble. Like we're not maybe talking about Purdy and them. I get it. Whatever. And we're probably saying, you know what, Purdy wasn't good enough. Blah blah blah. But that is the narrative, right? The narrative. Pur- Purdy's led this team to back to back, and this is a San Francisco team and this is a Kyle Shanahan team that we've known, Trev, that they don't win from get, from losing from no. behind. They're a team that they get up on you and they dominate and they and they enforce their will. Mm-hmm. You got to have a little more confidence. 
knowing that you can come back and you've done it and proven it. Now, I, I understand this is a different team. It's a different animal now. Different animal. But I think the confidence level has to still be high that we can do it, that if we are in this situation, we have the guys, we have the team that can do this, and we believe in our quarterback. And that's that's got to pose some type of significance for this team. Now, listen, do you do, does the 49ers want to win this way? But, hey, listen, we saw the San Francisco team, what, four years ago? Against the same Chiefs team, and they were up. Uh, it's a little and different. It. It's a it's a different Chiefs team. Tyree Kill's not there. That's a that's a big difference. Okay, I get it. Still, they were up, and they and they blew. Do you it remember they were up by ten with seven minutes left? Absolutely, and then and they Damian blew it. Then the Damian Williams show. Mm-hmm. So, and I think Purdy is Jimmy G, but he's he just he's more he's more athletic, Jimmy G, and I think he's a guy that processes processes the play at a higher level. And, and he makes the better play. And if you watch him, he makes all the throws. The thing was, Jimmy G. Jimmy yes, G did play. not make all the throws. But Jimmy Purdy G. will make I, the throw, and Purdy's made the throws. That's he true. He made all the throws he needed to yesterday, and they were all on the money. The one thing I would say, though, is I know he didn't play, but Jimmy G still had that sense of experience because of the fact that he was with the Pats, and he was part of yeah, the Super Bowl teams. I know he didn't play, so he Wait, was listen, there before. The this is going to be a whole – this is still his – people got to understand, this is only his second year. Like, we yeah. act like the guy's been – and think about the – he was the last pick in the draft, all right? He was oh, the yeah. third-string quarterback. He mm-hmm. took over the role and would have led him to, like, 11 straight wins until the, he finally had a loss last season. Then this year, okay, you got hurt. You had that UCL tier. To come back a season later to be one of the most dominant teams, played at an MVP level for majority of the season. He's, they're in the Super Bowl. The, and, and like we talked about before, Trev, the amount of pressure was on San Francisco to win, to get to the Super Bowl, to win the I mean, Super Bowl. They were a Bowl. touchdown favorite. So that's a lot of pressure on a guy. What does it, it say now? That's a lot of pressure on a guy that we listen that supposedly is not in the same conversation as Mahomes and 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 Josh Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. Purdy had handled the pressure more than better than both Josh Allen and Lamar. Fair enough. We talk about Dak Prescott. We talk about Jared Goff and Stafford and all these quarterbacks. I think Purdy has at least proven himself that he's a top ten quarterback. Maybe he doesn't have all the talents that all the guys in front of him have, but he wins and he does what he has to do. And he's he's not the reason. And he's the reason why they win too. It's not just because oh they got Debo and McCaffrey. He still is the facilitator. He still makes all the right plays. He's the one that made the plays on third down with his runs, fifty eight yards rushing. Yeah, because you down. know what he had, and that's why I say what I said. Retracting back to my last point is the confidence in himself to make those decisions where he didn't see anybody, so he didn't force anything. He didn't stay in the pocket. He ran. He made plays. That's what makes me so disappointed I mean, with how Baltimore. Many have and we Lamar- seen come in this league that were first round, second round picks that couldn't do half of what he's done, and they're like, "Oh, well, they got the best player." Well, his, his, he's still got to well, execute. Here's the thing: Josh Allen hasn't been there. Lamar Jackson hasn't been there. Dak Prescott hasn't been there. Kirk Cousins hasn't been there. Just some of the names that people I mean, like hey, to listen, give a lot Tua's of pressure. Tua's got some players down in Miami. Herbert's got some talent in the in, Char- in LA. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? We're talking. About, I mean, I think that team's going to be a lot different. I think that team's going to be a lot different now, though. Dak Prescott had weapons. Jalen Hurts had weapons. Everybody has. If you're a they good team, you. if That's you, you yeah, it, it, when people say, "Oh, he has too many weapons." Then if you don't have weapons, you're usually probably not that Dino good Smith. of a team. You're no not that good of a team. Jackson Smith and Jigba. Well, what DK I'm trying to Metcalf. say is you got the people 
yeah, the well, people I, that make that argument that's saying, oh, he has so much talent. Well, if you don't have talent, then you're probably at the bottom of the food chain. You're, you're probably Giants. drafting it. You're probably, yeah, you're probably drafting the top five. Like Chicago, I mean, Chicago's got some talent, but a team like the Giants, where they don't have a lot of talent, guess what? If you don't have talent, you're most Arizona, of the time not going to, Giants, you're not going to Carolina, be a good franchise. Yeah, my point is, is that you're not going to be a good team. So for all the people who say, oh, he has too many weapons. Yeah, look at all the good teams in the league. Philly, you just said it, Ted. Philly, the Rams, the Seahawks, the Cowboys, uh, the the Lions, the Bills, Miami, the Bills, Chargers, Miami, Ravens. I mean, if anything, the Ravens have probably the least amount of superstar talent on their team compared to the others. I mean, Joe Burrow's got three receivers. Joe Mixon, they got Lyman, linebackers. Look at the, Char- the Chargers, great talent. Look at the look at the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. They got talent. And Houston Texans are going to have Houston Texans are going to have talent. So for people that say, "Oh, well, they, he has too much talent, so it's easy for him," yeah, no shit. If you and don't have Jaguars, talent, you're you're yeah. not you're not playing usually in Super Bowls. You're probably you're preparing for the NFL draft. So that's a dumb. I, I hate and I'm agreeing with you. I am agreeing with you. But that's dumb when people say, "Oh, he has so much talent." Yeah, I know all the great Bird, ones do. Listen, Birdie's the guy, and and. Name me a you team know, that didn't have all time great the weapons. The narrative is still going to be the same in the Super Bowl. I you get think it. This, what do you think? Do you agree? The guy? Yeah, absolutely. He, listen, he's proved it. Now, of course, the narrative in the Super Bowl is: is he going to be good enough to outplay for a big Mahomes? for a big? But conference. he doesn't have to outplay Mahomes. He just has no. to play his game. He has yes. to play similar to how he played in the in the. I mean, if you look at the way he's played, five of his eight quarters so far in the playoffs has been garbage, absolutely trash. But when it's matter the most in the fourth quarter, where you, where we always talk about like a James Harden or a Chris Paul or all these big name guys, like fourth quarter yep. when it matters most, how does your you superstar at? play? Yep. Mm-hmm. He's played like Derek Jeter, not the most talented guy, but he came through in the clutch. I'm sorry, A. Rod was a better, was a better, more talented player. Just couldn't come through the clutch, strike out. And that's why, and guess what? Yeah, he makes a comment like that. And and guess what? He makes a comment like that, and then he'll say, I'm still taking A Rod. Don't play that game. No, no, listen, as a a young guy. Bullshit, you tell me, you take A Rod. In one one game, in one game, we're taking Jeter. Absolutely, it's obvious. But I I still love A Rod's talent. For a career, career, you're taking, obviously, A Rod because of that. Well, now I can't because he's not going to make the Hall of Fame. You got to take Jeter's career. Plus all the plus all the women he had, bro. I mean, he, oh he, my he, god, you're unbelievable. Which Justin, one? Come on, he had Which a good one? lineup. Jeter? Which one? He Jeter? had a good batting lineup. Jeter had an all. Jeter Jeter had an all time lineup. Yeah, exactly. He had an all time lineup. But His I lineup mean, was- like, but if you think about it, like Clayton Kershaw, one of the narratives around him was not, great regular season pitcher could have produced in the postseason. How about how about our boy that how about our boy that we talk about that gets a lot of hate all time? Our guy, our quarterback. The guy that was the quarterback for the New oh, York Eli. Football Giants. I mean, uh, he wasn't great all the time, but he delivered in the biggest moments. That's why, like, when people say, who's a quarterback you take for one game to win your Super Bowl, I know people would say Patrick Mahomes. People would say Tom Brady. I don't care. I'll go to the grave on this. I'll take Eli Manning yeah. because he delivered to win me a Super Bowl. One game, not a whole season. I'm not talking about that. There are far better. There's a lot of better quarterbacks than Eli. I'm saying for one game. I would take Eli Manning. I yeah. don't care. Eli was clutch in both. He was he the most. He, I mean, he beat the most clutch quarterback of all time. Let's finish well, up since that, we're talking that was about a, that was a team thing. 
I know, but, but I mean, listen, he still had to make the play. I mean, he was trailing listen, in both the and, games. And I think everyone's like, well, you could put any quarterback in San Francisco. I get it. But we also, they don't need a Lamar Jackson or Josh Allen. They need a guy to execute the offense. And he does what Kyle Shanahan needs for them. I get it. It's it's not sexy. He's not big. He's not it fast. Doesn't have, he doesn't it doesn't have, have to be. It doesn't listen, have to be. The, the, there's still going to be a narrative in the Super Bowl that if like if he plays like shit like he did for most of the playoffs so far, except for the last couple quarters, yeah. it's going to be like, damn, you know, like then they're then they're going to have still, a tough. Then is they're he gonna still have to not? Is he still not good enough? But the 49ers, they still can't pay him next year. No. They can't pay him, so he's still on the books for less than a million dollars for next season. So man's the 49ers, about, that man's about to get like a three hundred million dollar contract after next year. Imagine you know what? It's just funny. Like we have like the guys like Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson who are so talented, top of the world, and they have. What do they have to show for? And and we don't know that if Purdy stays healthy last year, does does he beat the Eagles team? We don't know that question. And he's going back to back to back Super Bowls. And then what is the question about? Are we looking at a rematch again? The same teams. We we could literally be looking at the same teams from last year this year. We thought San Francisco was going to win last year, the way they were playing. We also but thought Philly was going to be back there too. I mean, you're talking about a guy that was the last pick in the draft. So he's doing, he's doing incredible things. He's doing what he's supposed to do. I, I just, don't understand. My, I don't understand like why because he's not the sexy guy in the neighborhood. Because that that's how it's just how people him. it's just how people are nowadays, man. Listen, it's just why people. You want to be Dak Prescott? Go be Dak Prescott. Go be Lamar. Go be Josh Allen. I'd rather be Purdy right now. Two NFC Championship games in two years. A Super Bowl appearance. My only thing is, oh, yeah, I'd like to have their money. My only thing is, I, I think you're 100% spot on, I would say. My big thing is, this is a different animal. If you're trailing like you were last night or even last week against the Packers, it could be a different result because you are playing against Mahomes. You are playing against Andy Reid. You're playing against Steve Spagnuolo, who all these guys are Hall of Fame-esque in their own in sense of defensive coordinator, Spags is one of the greatest of all time because of what he does, and we know what he can do. So if they play from behind like they have been this postseason, it could be a different result. They definitely have to get off to a hotter start, but they do have the talent to overcome those those deficits. I gotta clo- We got to close out quickly because we didn't even talk about the team that we all thought was not making the, making the Super Bowl again this year, but they are back. I mean, what else do we have to say about the Kansas City Chiefs that quickly? I mean, is there really anything else to say? I'm kind of disappointed myself that I didn't just didn't take the Chiefs. Like it was like. Well, guess what, Ted? The good thing is about that you have one more chance to. No, I know, but it's like it's kind of like the Brady thing. Like you're looking for an excuse not to choose. You're looking not to take the Chiefs because you're you you hate Taylor Swift. Like she interferes on the game. Like who gives a shit? Like oh, we don't want to see the Chiefs. I get it. It's like Alabama. That's, that's secretly a, a Swift. It's like fan. Alabama football. It's like Ted, oh, you're, you're secretly a Swifty fan, though. It's okay. It's not a Swifty fan, bro. I just it doesn't bother me. I don't care. I've already told you how I felt about it. I get it, Be- but we, we live in a world where they like, overdo get- it. They just overdo it. That's it. Well, listen, no different than the controversy of the knee thing with Colin Kaepernick. Some people just didn't give a shit. It didn't matter. I like, just play football. Who cares? So let's not make a big deal. Other people took it like it was like life there- or death. Is there anything to really say about Patrick Mahomes right now? As as a player, no. We, we, the conversation now is if he wins one more Super Bowl, he'll have three Super Bowls. He'll be does one he right, climb the number two? One right behind Montana. He's does he he's climb in, the number two or three? He's in the. I think he's he's two and a half. 
Ted Kuzma. I'm I'm serious. He'll have three Super Bowls. You are true. You are truly incredible. You are truly incredible. Appearances in six years. You know he's only 28 years old. He think about it. Brady's career was Hall of Fame after, like another Hall of Fame career after he turned 30. So like Mahomes really is like, we still got like 10 more years of Mahomes. But I think people, I think people, let's, I know people. He might be the greatest quarterback people have ever seen play. But let's pump the brakes on the whole goat talk because he's not the goat yet. He never beat Brady. Like I get it. He never beat Brady. So you can never have the argument. Well, he, did. That, he did in New England. At New England, they won on Sunday Night Football. They did. Yes, Tyreek Hill. Remember, he went like this, and the guy threw like beer or popcorn on him and gave him like the finger, and the guy got it was Sunday Night Football. Yeah, that was up. with Alex Smith. No, Mahomes was the quarterback. They beat him in New England on a Sunday Night Football. The Patriots yes. won that game. No, they did not. They won like forty-two to like thirty-eight. Telling you, did Mahomes ever beat Tom Brady? <laughs> I'm curious. Boston.com. Brady victorious in both matchups against the Chiefs, beating Mahomes in the I'm not talking about that. <laughs> See, you're damn folk. You didn't even give me the right answer. You might have to make it over. <laughs> I can't get this thing on. I can't play this <laughs> all I'm saying is that people got to stop with the he's the greatest quarterback of all time. He's not. I mean, Tom Brady is still the greatest quarterback of all time. He still has seven rings. He still I mean, has all the Super Bowls. He still, he still has all the records. But Patrick Mahomes is on a trajectory where he can pot. He, he is most possibly going to pass Tom Brady as the all-time great. But let's pump it. If he wins again, I have no problem with putting him in the conversation with Montana. He passes Elway. He passes to me also Peyton. I mean, they playoff, faced each other six times. Yeah. Brady and Mahomes. Yeah, first, and? First time they faced Brady beat him 43-40. Last time they faced uh, Mahomes beat him 41-31. The second face oh, yeah, when he was with Tampa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the next match later, with the Chiefs finally defeated him. They've defeated him 23-16. Yeah. Who, the Chiefs? Three and three. So he's three and three. But he's 0-2 in the postseason to him. Yeah. So... Yeah, the, the championship game and the Super Bowl. But that Super Bowl game, let's be honest, bro, he had no offensive alignment. He was running for his life. I get it. Full tackles were out. I get it. He still lost, if, though. If, if, what are you going to do? If he had his tackles, I think that game would have been it. We talked about that realistically. I mean, we watched the game live. We were watching it. It is what it is. Whatever. Don't you remember we were watching it? Yeah, we watched it 2020. No, 2021. Do you know I've watched every Super Bowl since I've been living down here in Florida with you? Never miss a Super Bowl with you. 2021, you came down here. Last yeah. year, you were down here. And this year, I'm going to be coming up to see you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's. I know people are like, oh, why is 49ers and Chiefs? Ugh, but like Taylor Swift, this and that. It's a boring Super Bowl. I think it's going to be a great Super Bowl. Oh, absolutely. I believe this oh, is going to be great. You got now, an all-time great. You got Hall of Famers. Remember. You remember last year, they faced each other in San Francisco when San Francisco was rolling and they kicked And they kicked the crap out of them. Yeah, they like the, twenty. Yeah, they kicked the. They beat crap by like, like easily double digit. I think it was like fifteen. This is the first points. week they got McCaffrey. They traded for McCaffrey that week. He played a yeah, little, they crushed, and then they crushed him. He's, I mean, he got some Hall of Fame type talent. Was he a quarterback this. at that time? Yeah, he was a quarterback for San Francisco yeah. at that. Okay. Yeah, All you right. got some Hall of Fame talent in this game. It's gonna yeah. be, uh, and it's. I mean, come on, it's two weeks away, and and uh, I think. I think the bigger question will be down the road, and we'll talk about is yeah. Kyle Shanahan. We talk about his greatness as an offensive player, as a head coach. 
you know. Yeah. Win the big one. You got to like, got to get the monkey off your back. So I'm very interested. We got two weeks before the game. There's going to be a lot to talk about, a lot of storylines for the Chiefs, you know, for, and for both teams to get healthy. Am I going to, am I, are we picking against the, the Chiefs? I don't know. We, we got to see how that plays out. I don't out. know. I mean, my preseason pick was the 49ers. I had the 49ers over the Bills when we did it right before postseason. I and also, this could be the first in over 20 years. Let's think about it. That we could have a repeat champion since the 03 04 New England Patriots. Yep. It is 2023 and 2024. Just saying. Yeah, there's really nothing to say about Patrick Mahomes and that team and Andy Reid. Like no, if you ever doubt Patrick Mahomes and that team again, then you're just and, you're just ultimately a hater because, because if I mean, you think about proved, it, where are the weapons? Them. Where were the where's the Sky Moors? Where's, your boy Rasheed Rice, man. Your boy, like, your boy Rasheed Rice is a nice weapon. Rasheed Rice number one and Travis Kelsey with eleven catches. The defense Christian was, McCaffrey gave you thirty points yesterday. Did he? Uh, yeah, he had two touchdowns, ninety rushing yards, yeah, and four hard receptions. Hard to do shit for me yesterday. Yeah, you would have loved. Yeah, but who was your backup quarterback? I, I don't remember. I remember I didn't even care. I forgot who it was. Yeah, Lamar would have screwed you. I forgot who I picked up at the end of the season. Uh, dude, I don't remember. You had a quarterback, I think, but I just I forgot. know I picked up someone. Who knows? Well, the final four is over. We are now set to two teams playing. And Vegas? Playing in Vegas. 13 days away until we either have a repeat or we can have somebody be called a new champion. Sure, San Francisco, please. Kansas City. Hell of a weekend if you're a chief. And you're a 49er fan. A sad and awful, awful times right now if you're a Ravens and a Lions fan. Long offseason coming. We'll see what happens the rest of the way. A lot to happen. Hopefully they're all healthy. We, I think the Chiefs are going to be healthy with Joe Tooney. Uh, <laughs> Willie, Ga Willie Gabe will probably be back too. So you got Debo, great, you got great corner matchups. You got two great corner matchups. You got two great – I mean, the, uh, the 49ers defense isn't as great as it has been, but – yeah, they better fix the, their game because Pacheco could run wild on them, set the tone. Yeah. We'll see. It's all in the making yeah. of a classic Super Bowl. Super Bowl 58 is officially underway. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Keys to the City. We'll see you next episode. We are out. You are now in tune to the Keys to the City podcast.